0: Everybody and welcome to episode 22 of the solitary heathen witch today's episode we are going to talk about Samhain okay so you guys have seen in previous episodes that I have done short sabbath episodes and I was completely under the impression that I did one for Samhain um in my head I swear I did it and I was looking for it to share it for you guys and I could not find it so I don't know if I just did my own reading and research on it in the past or something happened to the episode. I really don't know. So I'm going to do a quick short Sabbath episode for you guys today on Samhain. Um I'm just letting you know that I do have to record this in segments so you might hear where the audio sounds a little different. Uh, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of what I'm doing as well as a little bit of history that I have looked up, and ways you guys can celebrate. So, Samhain in the Northern Hemisphere will begin in the evening of October 31st, and it ends in the evening of November 1st, because the Celtic day began and ended at sunset, and this is kind of like their new year. Uh, It looks like it's spelled Samhain, but it is pronounced Samhain. And it is very similar to a lot of other traditions um, that you may have heard of. So it is related to All Saints Day, All Souls Day, um, Day of the Dead, and Halloween, and a lot of other different traditions, holidays celebrated around the world. But a lot of them have a very similar belief that this is the time of year that the veil is thinning and when our ancestors can come visit us. Um, a lot of the days are celebrated about the same time too. Some last longer than other than other traditions. Um, some start later, some start sooner. But for us, Samhain, we start on October 31st in the evening until the next day, November 1st, which is my daughter's birthday. So I thought that was pretty neat. And another reason why this episode will be coming to you guys pretty late. i um, been trying to get ready for her birthday and, you know, all the little holiday things with the kids, school events, the working. And I'm also trying to pre- prepare for um, the craft fair at my work. It's like an employee craft fair, so I try to get all my Etsy stuff ready for this. Uh, So I will be shutting down my Etsy site for a couple days while I do the craft fair. So Samhain is a Gaelic festival marking the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter, or the darker half of the year. In the Druid tradition, Samhain celebrates the Dead with a festival on October 31st and usually features a bonfire and communion with the dead. And American pagans often hold music and dance celebrations called Witches' Balls in proximity to Solomon. And for quite some time, there's a shop that is near in the area I live. And they're always posting that they are having Witches' Balls. Um, and part of me wants to go because I want to see what it's all about, what it's like, because I've never been to one. But then i'm also an anti-social butterfly so i avoid public events um but it does sound really fun i don't know if any of you guys have been to one or if anyone in your area is hosting one um but that is something that is done yearly um around this time instead of like a halloween party so in the pagan holiday, the festival of Samhain marked the end of the Celtic year and the beginning of the new one, and as such can be seen to the equivalent of New Year's Eve. We have seen how the Celts believed that night preceded day, and so the festivities took place on the eve of Samhain. So I want to share with you guys what I'm going to be doing this holiday season, and then we're going to have a short, you know, um, commercial break. And then after that, I will be telling you guys on some of the history on how we may have gotten the jack-o'-lantern and trick-or-treating. So, growing up, I was not raised in a religious household, yet we still celebrated the, like, American holiday traditions um, without, like, the religion in it. So, Christmas, Easter, um, Thanksgiving, Halloween, all those type of things. And Halloween, of course, was always my favorite. And then as I started getting more and more into, you know, the craft and paganism, I wanted to start celebrating the Sabbaths. And because my children also have a Christian side of the family, I like to celebrate both things with them. I teach them a little bit about what our holidays are, and then we also celebrate the traditional holidays that they're used to and that the family's used to. So, Halloween, of course, they dress up in their costumes. Uh, Sometimes we go trick-or-treating depending on what day of the week. If not, then we do fun activities on the weekend. Um, And my youngest daughter also was born November 1st, so we always have, like, a type of Halloween-themed birthday party for her. Um, This year, I set up my Solwyn altar. I didn't get a chance to do it last year, so this year I really wanted to, especially with recently losing my aunt. So what I did was I have this little bookshelf, um, probably goes up to about my waist, and this is where I had all my herb garden set up. And since we're going into winter and i already harvested from these plants a lot and we started getting some gnats i decided to toss all that out clean it up and this is the area that i made my altar and i'm going to tell you guys some of the things i have on it and then tell you some other things that you guys can incorporate and you don't have to get super fancy and expensive i did find a lot of the items that i was able to use from the dollar store so i had my normal altar cloth and I had asked my mom for some photos of my grandparents and my aunt and she found some really old ones with all of them together and I went to the dollar store and I picked out a cute frame. I also got some fall stickers and I got some owl stickers because owls and large birds are really big in my family because my grandmother had and loved owls and my grandfather was a falconer. So those are very near and dear to all of our hearts. And then I found a frame without glass and it had like a hemp cord on the top with little miniature clothespins for the pictures that I found at the dollar store. And it just had a black backing that I was able to decorate. And I put their pictures in there and the one with the glass I made like a collage. And then I found an orange and a black candle from the dollar store as well. Um, I got a small incense burner because I didn't want my large one on there. It took up too much space. Um, I have a small offering bowl. So that way on the night of the 31st, I'm going to put out an offering for them. And on the 1st, um, I have pieces of their jewelry that they used to have. My grandparents wore a lot of that turquoise and silver jewelry. So I have their jewelry on there um, a bracelet that my aunt had given me, um, and also some crystals and stones that she had gifted me, and then I also have a lot of, like, obsidian on there, and then the candle holders I also decorated with, like, stickers and hemp cord, other things that I was actually able to find at the Dollar Tree, and I am very happy I did this because, I sit with my girls because my girls never got to meet my grandparents. My grandma passed away when I was about four or five and my grandpa passed away when I found out I was pregnant with my first daughter. So for them to see them and see how much they mean to me and they they talk to them um, has made me very happy. Um, I also have a cinnamon broom on there that my mom had given me um, a couple years back so I have that on the altar. And then I also have some miniature pumpkins and gourds just to kind of go with the fall harvest and everything. And other type of altar decorations, if you guys look up ideas online, you can find a lot of things. Um, So they suggest photos of or items from a past loved one, your ancestors. A besom or a cinnamon broom. And for some of you who don't remember, a besom is just... A broom. Um, I would not suggest like the one you sweep your house with, but like a decorative broom. Um, Autumn flowers like chrysanthemums and marigolds. Crystals like black obsidian, uh, tourmaline, carnelian, and bloodstone. Candles in black, white, and orange. Divination tools like tarot cards or runes can be placed incense or dried herbs like i'm sorry i'm having a hard time reading right now calendula rosemary and sage acorns gourds pumpkins and leaves or harvest foods for offerings like apples squash or cider so when it gets closer i am gonna put my runes out and also i'm gonna do an offering and i'm gonna stick with um apples and maybe some cider i don't want to get too much into like baking cakes and leaving that out because i'm trying to avoid ants because we recently had an ant problem and there's other things that you can decorate your house with um, like the pumpkin squashes and gourds the candles cauldrons uh, and all kinds of like fall stuff it doesn't exactly have to be like Halloween things. But you know like autumn leaves. Some people will do skulls. Because it represents the dead. Um, and there's a lot of other crystals also. You can do smoky quartz. Onyx. Alongside with the obsidian or bloodstone. And some incense that go with this time. Are sandalwood, sage, patchouli, rosemary, sweetgrass, and dragon's blood. Some foods associated are apples, grains, pumpkin, stew, squash, potatoes, turnips, root veggies, and cider. And I think a great way to incorporate all, well not all of them, I'm not going to put cider in my stew. (laughs) But putting a lot of like, you know, the squashes or potatoes and root veggies into a soup. And... During this time, a lot of people do divination, um, banishing spells, honoring the dead, clarity, past live work, protection, um, releasing and letting go or getting rid of bad habits. And there's a lot of like activities you can do, especially with your family, like recreating a family recipe because you're honoring your ancestors, but you're also passing it on you know for generations to come if you have children or nieces or nephews or anyone you care to share an old family recipe with so it's not forgotten or you can just recreate it on your own because again you are honoring your ancestors you can work with divination um, share family stories I think that's probably one of the things I love to do is sit around and tell old stories of things when I was younger and um, especially those stories with those loved ones that have passed this year a lot has been a lot of us just reminiscing and sharing memories of my aunt that just passed away you can create an ancestor altar like I did um, take a nature walk or carve pumpkins and again I'll get into the whole pumpkin story later on But there's a lot of things that you guys can do around this time especially some things that aren't going to cost a lot of money or if you are in the broom closet just little things that you know won't give things away like you can still be discreet about it but still enjoy this time okay there's a lot of symbolism I forgot to mention so I'm just going to give you guys some more Ideas of things uh, to symbolize Samhain if you're interested in decorating or doing your altar. Um, but animals, like bats, crows, or ravens, and black cats, uh, or any type of, like, mythological creatures, those are used. Um, deities, it depends on who you follow, but some people like to work with different gods and goddesses from different um, pantheons. So, for example, uh, we have Bast. Baba Yaga, Anubis, the Horn God, Loki, Odin, Osiris, um, and there are a few more. Um, some of the gemstones are amber, black obsidian, carnelian, fossils, onyx, sandstone, and turquoise. And some of these I may have mentioned before. I don't remember all the exact ones, so I'm just going to uh, tell you guys some more of them. So, some herbs people burn is heather, mullein, patchouli, sage. Uh, you could decorate with acorns, apples, pumpkins, oak leaves, straw, fern, flaxseed, uh, Indian corn, gourds, fall flowers, uh, leaves, tarot cards, pendulum. Um, this goes back to the divination tools that you might use, also like runes, uh black cats, bones, skulls, ghosts, scarecrows, wanting moon, or the pictures of your loved ones. And there's also a lot of other foods that you can incorporate too, uh, like pumpkin pie, stuffed game birds, taffy apples, gingerbread, potatoes, apple cider, and dark wines. Colors associated are black brown yellow orange purple and red so a lot of our fall colors um, you will see and this time of the year i like to try i honor my ancestors every day but this is the time of the year where the veil is thinning so this is where i like to try to communicate with them more and hope that they can hear me um and it No matter what you celebrate, whether it be Halloween, Day of the Dead, uh, Samhain, no matter, we all celebrate it different on how we were taught or how we choose to. And that's what I think is amazing about all these different Sabbaths is no matter where you are across the world, we all have similar celebrations and we also do things different. And I think it's fun to see how uh, what other people do, and you know you can change things up each year, figure out what you like, work with it a little bit, um, but again it's about having fun and honoring your ancestors and doing whatever it is that you do. But these are just some ideas that you guys can use if you're wondering, you know, like what what would be good on my altar, or what decorations would be good, Um, what stones would be good to carry around with me right now, or place in your home. And this is just a list of some ideas. There are a lot of other ones, so pick and choose as you want to. There's also ones that I didn't even name. So just have fun with it and make it your own and enjoy the, the celebrations. Alright, so I'm going to let the usual ad play real quick, because again, this is how the podcast is supported, and then afterwards, I'm going to get into a little bit of history of where jack-o'-lanterns may have came from, as well as the idea of trick-or-treating and uh, dressing up in costumes, and then also, if you guys are video gamers, you may have noticed in Assassin's Creed Valhalla that there is a Samhain celebration, so I'll talk about that a little bit as well. Okay, so here are some stories on how we got the jack-o'-lantern. So long ago, the Irish used to chisel scary, creepy faces into turnips and potatoes. And they would put these near their doors or in their window seals to try to frighten away any evil, unwanted spirits. And then as Christianity came in and there was a different story, there's also a tale about Stingy Jack. I'm not going to get into that story, but if you're interested in looking that up, you can. But they would also start putting it out to scare away Stingy Jack. And as the Irish started to immigrate uh, to America, America had pumpkins. So the Irish, uh, Irish and Scottish people, when they came over... They realized that it was easier to carve into these pumpkins and they started making their own versions of the jack-o'-lanterns by carving um, the face into the pumpkin. And with the whole story of Stingy Jack, that's where we get the name Jack-o'-lantern. And it was basically a lantern made out of a pumpkin and then they would carve the scary face to scare Stingy Jack away. Or any other spirits that they did not want around. And. um, Yeah. That's how we got. Jack-o'-lanterns over in America. And the practice of trick-or-treating. Also originated. Back to the ancient Celts. Early Roman Catholics. And 17th century British politics. Um, There's a lot of different. Ways that. Like a little, little pieces here and there, kind of like brought together to bring on the trick or treating. So, the Celts who lived 2,000 years ago in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and northern France believe that dead returned to earth on Samhain. On the sacred night, people gathered to light bonfires, other sacrifices, and pay homage to the dead. During some Celtic celebrations of Samhain, villagers disguised themselves in costumes made of animal skins to drive away phantom visitors. Banquet tables were prepared and food was left out uh, to placate unwelcome spirits. In later centuries, people began dressing as ghosts, demons, and other malevolent creatures, performing antics in exchange for food and drink. By the 9th century, Christianity had spread into Celtic lands, where it gradually started to blend and start replacing pagan rites. In 1000 AD, the church designated November 2nd as All Souls Day, a time of honoring the dead. And celebrations in England resembled Celtic commemorations of Samhain, complete with bonfires and masquerades. So we see this a lot where... um, We have an old pagan tradition and when Christianity came in, they kind of really didn't like what the pagans were doing and the gods they were honoring, so they kind of would make a similar holiday to replace the pagan holidays and they took a lot of the traditions that the pagans did and made it their own. Um, Yeah, not, not a fan of a lot of that now that when we see a lot of things, like when you get into Yule and the Christmas tree and everything, how they made that a Christian holiday when it dates back way before then. Um, so, when around this time during Sawin, poor people would visit the houses of wealthier families and receive pastries called soul cakes in exchange for a promise to pray for the souls of the homeowner's dead relatives, known as souling. The practice was later taken up by children who would go from door to door asking for gifts, such as food and money. In Scotland and Ireland, young people took part in a tradition called guising, I think I said that right, I'm not sure, Uh, where they would dress up in costume and accept offerings from various households. Rather than pledging to pray for the dead, they would sing a song, recite a poem, tell a joke, or perform another sort of trick before collecting their treat, which typically consisted of fruit, nuts, or coins. And if you play Assassin's Creed and you played the Valhalla version, you will see that there is a part where there's a little uh, Samhain celebration, and you have kind of what looks like squashes, they're not exactly pumpkins, I don't know if it's supposed to be turnips, um, but you see them carved everywhere. And you have a mission where you dress up as I believe as the Mary Lou. And you have like a costume like a, what looks like a large bird skull on your face. And you go door to door reciting poems or what they call in the game flighting. And you go door to door and you exchange a little poetry to get your cakes. Um, for some reason in the game your cakes is like blue cheese or moldy cheese or something like that. But you go door to door doing this. And I thought it was really cool because I played it in the game. And then when I was reading up on all of this, I was like, the, the history that they put into that game is pretty, not completely accurate, but it is pretty accurate. And with a lot of old traditions and the things that, the way they did things. So I thought that was very fun. And today, you know, we all kind of take a little bit of each of these traditions and we kind of celebrate it in our own way. Um, I live over in the United States and we're kind of just a huge melting pot of all different cultures. And so a little bit of things have been influenced by other parts of the world. I have a lot of my coworkers who do the Day of the Dead, and I've tried explaining to them that our Samhain is pretty similar. Um, and then I also will do the Halloween with my children because it's a little bit more fun for them, but I also will do the Samhain with them as well. So we kind of will celebrate both of the holidays. So it is coming up on Monday night and Tuesday, So, I hope you guys have a safe whatever it is you celebrate. If it is Halloween and you're going to go trick-or-treating, or um, or if you're going to stay indoors, if you're going to celebrate Samhain and spend some time with your ancestors or your family, whatever it is that you plan on doing, um, I hope you guys have a safe, safe and great night. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry it's coming to you guys a little late, but I really really thought that I had already made it um but apparently I didn't and if I did I don't know where it's at so blessed be hope you guys have a great day